Picks 106. 1-800-LAW-1010, 1-800-LAW-1010.com. I was filling up with gas this morning right across the street. This from Martin, morning? Martin Harding and Mazzotti. Yeah, because wow. we got to go over to the Keeler thing. I don't know if I was even going to make it over to Keeler. Oh, wow. So I had to run over and fill some gas up. What's up, Paul? Hey, good morning, guys. Not too much. It's kind of a two-parter this morning. We were on vacation, mm. so one of them's kind of a holdover. You want you want to start? No, Quinn? you go, you go, you right, go. Well, can I can I use the, can I use your question? You can then? use any of them. This yeah. was Quinn's question. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> is it is there any less jail time if you rob a subway shop with pepper spray versus a, an actual weapon, or is pepper spray considered a weapon? That happened yeah. a couple weeks ago in Colony. Right? Uh, yeah. Someone robbed the subway with a pepper spray. Yeah, they did. And first of all, bad bad idea on every front. Uh, you know, the amount of time that people get for robbery, they don't figure that out until they've committed the crime. Um, it, it really is a tremendous amount of jail time someone can do, more so than even manslaughter, believe it or not. But you've got a situation where robbery kind of has these robbery, you've probably heard this, first degree, second degree, and third degree. Third degree being, you know, the, the least I guess, but still carries up to seven years in jail. And that just means you're forcibly stealing property from someone, no weapon involved at all. Where that gets tricky is this, is the pepper spray would be less jail time than a gun as long as you have a gun that's operational. So if you show up with a gun um, and, and you rob a subway and you don't have bullets or, or maybe it's a toy gun or maybe it's a real gun but it's not functioning, you know, that's robbery second. But, but again, and, and that is the, the same thing as pepper spray. So you're actually taking forcibly, using a weapon, um, and but carries up to 15 years in jail. You know, so the only thing that changes in robbery first is that you have a gun that's operational um, and you do the robbery. Well, so uh, there, you or, can differentiate then. If there is pepper spray yep. versus a gun that works, you get less time. Well, you're still going to spend a lot it, of time in jail that, for what, that, 300 bucks? I know, counselor, $600? but the question was, yeah, no, will know, you do less time? So hypothetically, I show up with a really tough-looking stare and a note at a bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to get less time than if I show up with pepper spray or even do- it, a gun it, that does work, right? I'm, it is absolutely true. All right. Yeah. Wow. Hey, go, what, keep that in mind, uh, Pix listeners. I'm not sure if this was, I read this a while ago, and if it was <laughs> Albany or if it was the city or whatever, but some guy robbed someone for like 10 cents. Yeah. Does the amount of what you rob someone matter? Great question. No, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. It You're should. in a situation where you, you, that's where I think people, because you, know, you get to the situation where forcibly taking something from someone. I mean, little kids do it all the time. The three-year-old, they go take someone's toy and they walk away. Right. You know, and... And I, somehow, you know, even, I was a little surprised myself. I had to brush up a little bit on the sentences uh, for this robbery. Um, and it is, there's serious jail time. Uh, you know, manslaughter in New York is 5 to 15. So that means if you kill someone and you're, you're just kind of out of your mind, angry or jealous, or you do it spontaneously without any intent. Right. Um, you get less time you know, than if you rob somebody. And these somebody. robbery sentences, yeah. Robbery first is 25 years to life. So, so what you're saying I'm, is, uh, you, you, what you're saying is, it's a, a, go ahead and kill somebody instead of rob somebody, you do less time. I, I'm not sure I said that. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just but, crazy. But, but you might do less jail time. Um, yeah, that's Wild. It, it's really strange, yeah. All right, then the second question uh, revolves around the Supreme Court and the, and the lawsuits. Uh, what was the ruling that they can't the go into your phones? Can't go into your cell phone, right? So, yeah, you know, in fact, we had that. I think we even talked about it uh, on the radio uh, about a year ago that there was someone who was stopped and the cell phone had these pictures on them. Right. And the pictures are what got the guy in trouble. It was a Verizon the, guy, I thought, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. Great memory, and and so you know, again, no one has any sympathy for the guy that has inappropriate photos on his on his phone, but the question is, what can the police do? Well, they've been doing this. If they stop and they arrest you, you know, without a warrant, 
They're just going ahead and, and, and stuff within your wingspan. They say empty your pockets. They look to see what's around you for protection. They want to make sure you don't have a gun or a weapon. But what they were doing is taking the phones and flipping through them and saying, oh, look what we have here. We have pictures or we have some other stuff on here. Now the Supreme Court came down, U.S. Supreme Court, and said that's not going to happen. The Fourth Amendment right against uh, unreasonable search and seizure applies to cell phones. So now we can assume it applies to computers and all the technology. They would need a warrant to go in and look at that stuff. So the question is, is if I have a court case pending, is it going to be thrown out? Yes. It is. Oh, wow. So, now, so there's a lot, because I know there's a lot of people with court cases up, up for grabs right now, right? Yeah. The, the issue being is, is that if you've already kind of pled out, right, you've already kind of pled out uh, to the charge, and you're, you're, it's already done, so yeah. maybe I don't know what happened to the Verizon case, but if he pled out and he's got charges that he, he took a plea bargain to, um, you know, he won't be in that same position. But if your case is still pending, yeah, this would say that it would draw out all the information. And the reason the police have to be important, uh, the reason it's important to the police is if they go ahead and, and do something like this, it, they, they risk what they call spoilation uh, of the evidence, meaning the whole case can be thrown out just by flipping through that cell phone. So it could be a, a positive stop. They may have found some drugs on the car. They may have found other things. But by going to that cell phone, anything related to that cell phone would no, longer be, would no longer be chargeable in court and could get thrown out. So, yeah, I think fairly like, effective now, um, you know, the police are all being instructed because, again, they, they don't know all the rules because the rules change so quickly with technology that they just can't do this. Well, if you're a PIX listener, odds are you've been arrested and or have committed <laughs> some sort of uh, burglary. So uh, we're very helpful this morning, I think, I think Paul. So. Thank you very well, much. As oh, yeah, so commit manslaughter, not robbery. Right. 1-800-LAW-1010 <laughs> and 1-800-LAW-1010.com. Thanks for the time, Paul. Okay, guys, thank you. It's PIX 106. Quinn and Cantera. Man, them jokers were big. Mornings on PIX 106. Size of a quarter, doggone.